Put my sugar in my cup. Put my coffee in my cup. Put my milk in my cup. And then it just went cloudy. And then I, was, I wasn't convinced. I thought maybe just the cook had like some in it, so I tried some milk and then almost threw up in milk. <laughs> <laughs> Did that once had a card and I smelled the milk. I was like, I was like, it smells alright. I'm gonna taste it. Taste it. I was like, no. <laughs> no, all the other day when he said, "Oh, can you smell this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it smells okay." And then he just poured it into his coffee, and it was lump like lumps. Oh, I poured it into a cereal, and <laughs> a big lump come out, and I was like, "Oh no!" It's those sad adult moments. You kind of get a real. Oh, being adults—that's what we should talk about. <laughs> but yeah, you know, welcome to Young and Concrete Podcast again, guys. Yeah. For anyone watching, obviously, we've got Brown Charlotte, who have been here before, but are now here as a pair because they. I have that rule where I don't let people back on unless they bring a friend. We're also, yeah, we're also together. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm not saying you have to bring like your partner. No, no, no. Yeah, I <laughs> Otherwise, the one we did with Nathan and Sean was weird. I <laughs> <laughs> should have bought Chris Mudd, although he's been on too recently. Yeah, he's been on this year. It's a hate break. You got to obey the rules. Yeah, yeah. Got to the rules. There was only one rule. I oh, know there's there's one rule for the podcast, but there's like rules on on timing and stuff. I don't let people come back and like if they've been in within a year. You're a strict taskmaster. And if they come if they come back again, they have to bring someone new with them. That's okay, the I didn't even know that. No, you. I don't know if I'll multiply that. So if you guys come again, you have to bring a third person. Oh my god! Until eventually, just, what's it called when it's just me and an audience? What's it called when <laughs> souls split? Mitosis. Sure. Yeah, so it's Brett and Charlotte Mitosis. Yeah. There you go. It's a concept that I will now create. <laughs> Hang on, if they, if we bring another person, do they have to have been on the show before? Or is it? No, they... that can be new. Oh, okay. Because cool. like, when Mel came, she brought Sarah. Okay, cool. To talk about weird stuff, so. Yeah. Brett and Charlotte Mitosis. Charlotte. It's happening. Okay. This is where, like, you get on the YouTube thing and it's yeah. not mitosis and then looks people like. It's not mitosis. Nobody watches this anyway. Nobody's going to complain. Um, but yeah, I was, I was, as I was saying earlier, like, I was looking through the old podcasts and seeing like who did what and what we discussed, and and when we coined the classic phrase of stress chameleons. Yeah, I missed that one. We talked about stress. Yeah. yeah, Brett doesn't get stressed apparently. Not about serious things. About little tiny things, I get stressed. I was going to say, so I've not you don't get stressed at home. <laughs> like at home, I get stressed loads. Everywhere else, everywhere else is fine. Yeah. Steal some milk. You haven't assaulted any furniture yet. Like, like some people we know. I've put milk in there. <laughs> it's fine. What have you done? <laughs> Just spilled milk. I shook my tongue. It's fine, don't cry over it. So we were talking about... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we were talking about what we were going to talk about, and then Brett stressed out about it, and so he didn't want to talk about the thing that I chose. So. Wait, so my stuff's not serious stuff? <laughs> How dare you not take this seriously? We discussed like stress and management and stuff like that. And But when we talked, we discussed feminism. Yeah. And we, we like got heavy into that. <laughs> but then I, I was watching through back past the end points, and it gets very light towards the end, to say they're both quite heavy subjects. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, think, I, I think I said to you, I wanted to talk about women. Yeah. And then it ends up talking about feminism. Well, yeah, I mean, they go hand and in hand. And then Brett didn't, didn't even choose the subject. 
now. Because, It was know. a bold move, it paid off. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, in, in comparison to last time we spoke, I don't think either of you changed, is what I described you as. I think I described you as a poet. Yeah. And then, and Brett, you know, a, Brett. a game a guy. person. A game guy. A game guy, yeah. Fun guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> subject matters all over the place. But you've struggled to come up with a topic for this time. Well, no, I put loads of topics forward, and then Brett was like, no. <laughs> so originally I said relationships, yeah. because we always seem to talk about relationships, like other people we know that are in relationships, or um, us being different and weird. Like, our family's kind of responding to us strangely, because we... So well, so I work a day shift, mm-hmm. and Brett works a night shift. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, how do you exist as a couple? And you're like, what? Let's... <laughs> That's a weird question. Like, we've been together for a long time now. If it didn't work, then surely you would know by now. It's like How long have you been together now? Like six, six years. years. Seven years in December. I like that you had to confer for that answer. <laughs> When's our anniversary, Brett? Oh, oh, oh. December. The? Pass. <laughs> <laughs> you can do this. I believe me. It's before the 10th. Yeah. And that's, that's all I'm going to commit to. <laughs> It's a single digit. <laughs> a single, I mean, you've only got you know, nine to nine. go from there, so you're right. When's our birthday? It is the fourth. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Right, so one time, one time, this is a great, this is a great way to start. Okay. I said to Brett, everyone calls my mum Roz. Right. And then I said to Brett once, I talked about my mum loads. He was, it's probably been together for about a year and a half at this point, maybe two years. And I said, oh, Brett, he was one time, he forgot my birthday. Not like he forgot it all together, he just couldn't remember the date of it. Hmm. And then I said, hey, that's bad. What's my, my mum's name? <laughs> and instead of just sticking to Roz, he went, is it Rosonda? And I was like, you what? And he was like, is it Rosonda? Riz- and I was like, Rosamond. And he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I just don't remember things that aren't important. <laughs> like my birthday, just our anniversary, my mum's name. <laughs> I mean, I'm terrible with days. I know, I forget my own birthday. Because I forget November exists. Like, enti- I'll get to October and I'll think December's next. Is it November 28th? No. Damn it. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. Way there. Off. <laughs> I think no. that's my cousin's birthday. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I get to October and I'm like, there's nothing going on in November. To be fair, I think you get to a certain exists. point where you just, we don't really celebrate anything big, do we? Like, other than Christmas, we don't really celebrate anything big. Like, we don't do our, we don't, not only Valentine's Day couples, we don't, we only have dinner on our anniversary. And on our birthdays, one of us or the other was normally working. So, mm-hmm. nothing too exciting. But, yeah. Everything I suggested to you, you didn't want to talk about. And then we've ended up talking about it anyway. Yeah. That's true. I'm kind of curious if that's like a a thing you developed over time, though. Like, not celebrating things. Like, when you started going out, did you used to do big things? Or were you just like, no? Nah. Well, we were at uni. Yeah. So, we didn't have any money to do anything. So, I think it's potentially where it stemmed from. Yeah. That you never had, we never had any money to to do anything, and we just hate that. We, like we, we, when it was coming up Valentine's Day, and I could see that Brett was getting stressed out about it. Like the first Valentine's Day we spent together, and then I think that was the year This Is Forty came out. That dumb romance movie with Paul Rudd and Kurt, mm-hmm. oh, blonde lady. I don't know what it's Kirsten or something. Anyway, it was like the anti-love film because right. it was all about the fact that their marriage was breaking down, and it was all 
they were like 40 years old and just didn't know what they were doing with life. Yeah. Um, and like Brett suggested we go and see that just because we were so anti. Like one of our friends was going out for like a Valentine's Day club night and we were like, yeah, and that's not that's not where we're at. Right it seems now. like a terrible idea, a Valentine's Day club night. It was, it's like, like, I don't, I don't it was at the engine shed nights. as well. Yeah. It's like one of those, like, oh, if you're single, you go to a club night. Like, that's a terrible idea. Like, trying to couple romance and drunkenness. Yeah. That's just going to end badly. <laughs> All really well. <laughs> I imagine that the accessory is really split. I think, I don't know, maybe, I think, like, it promotes that idea that, like, if you go to a club, Romeo's going to be in the back of it. It's like, Romeo's not in a club. He's like... No, didn't he kill himself? Doing something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know. you used a bad example here, Romeo Juliet. Right, Prince Charming's not there. <laughs> you know, he's not going to the club. <laughs> he's busy doing something, you know. Just imagine Prince Charming coming to the club. Yay. Yeah, he's not just, like, posted up in the back of the club behind all these dudes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we just didn't, we didn't celebrate things. Makes it sound really like... It does. It's we sound really grinchy, sound, don't it's we? It's incredibly underwhelming. <laughs> no, you do the... celebrate things, because you go out, you do things. Yeah. It's not Valentine's Day. I think we don't yeah. do anything, don't think we do anything lobby-dobby. No. Brett sometimes won't even kiss me in public. It's true. So you're in a loveless relationship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Uncle Phil on you here. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Because we like each other gifts. We'll like buy each other gifts. Defend your relationships. <laughs> we'll buy each other gifts and stuff. Like, we buy each other gifts and stuff for anniversary, but for Valentine's Day, like, for example, tell, tell, like, say what you think about flowers. I don't mind buying flowers because in like a week they're dead. Okay. You might as well just throw like what? 10 to 15 pounds in the bin because yeah I can understand that yeah Yeah. so if he does buy anything it's more permanent than that but then yeah it's quite planned and then whether it dies is the responsibility of the person you hand it off to maybe that's what I'll do yeah that's too much responsibility (laughs) but no no we just we just don't we don't really we always just say, like, we were always those really cliche couples that go, yeah, look, we love each other every day. Why do we celebrate Valentine's Day? I um, understand the Valentine's Day thing. Because even in my last, last relationship, we never did Valentine's Day. Mm. It was like, it didn't seem pointful to get one big thing for one big day when you could get things throughout the year. Also, I mean, actually, there is a catch to this we haven't mentioned. It's a week before my birthday. Mm-hmm. So it's exactly that does, seven. That does create problems. It's exactly yeah. seven days before my birthday. So whenever I've ever had a boyfriend before, I said, "Oh, don't waste your time getting me something for my birthday and Valentine's Day because it's really close together." And almost all of them have gone, "Okay, cool," and they've got me something nice on my birthday, and I've not really. We just got, had food on Valentine's Day, and then our anniversary is on the Christmas market weekend. Pretty constantly, like whenever the Christmas market is in town, it's our anniversary. So. It's, we're always doing that instead. So yeah. I get dragged up the hill. How many times this year was it? Mm-hmm. Four, was it four times? Because of the snow. It would have been more if it was no snow. Snow. I don't mind. No, it was good. I like the business market. You don't have to be nice to me because we're on camera. It's my biscuits. Practice doesn't like walking up the hill, but then walks up the hill and goes, oh, this is really nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to like the Christmas market, but I can't. I, I just get there every year and I get annoyed like, whilst I'm there. <laughs> 
I think it's that's... just like the people who just stop. So you're walking along, yeah. you're looking. It's like the classic thing of like in the middle, you walk along and you like look as you walk. Yeah. If you want to look at a thing, that's when you sort of hop out of the middle towards the the big. It's the people who just stand there and look. It's just like, dude, get out the way. We just sound really grinchy. I am just a miserable old man. <laughs> we're both miserable. We're a miserable old man and woman. Although I think we're really different. I think that's actually helps our relationship. As he sits in silence. <laughs> <laughs> My mum always says, like, Brett's really quiet and I'm really loud. And then that balances out. And Brett's quite creative and I'm more logical and less creative. But you do poetry. Yeah, that's different, I think. And Brett can draw manage. really well. He can write really well. <laughs> he can think about things in a different way to me. But is really lacks confidence in going, look at me and how good I am at this thing. And then I'm like, eh, write things down on a piece of paper, I read them. Like, and that's it. I try and draw and I can't. Uh, wow. I try and... <laughs> Love it. Um, I think that other, like, talking to a few poets, like, there's quite a few who, who do just poetry and they don't think of it as, like, a creative thing. It's just Ryan. Yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's just Ryan. Yeah, I think it's because as well, a lot of poets, poets, I suppose, write about things that are real or have happened to them so it feels mm. more autobiographical like more biographical what's the one when you write it yourself biographical autobiographical <laughs> but then would you would you think that if you saw like paintings which were based on real things no it's I suppose not yeah. it's just a just picture a just because I, I see it as like I, I'm, I don't see it as I'm creative I just doodle and and, mm. and doodling's doodling see I don't know but you're an artist and that's creative mm. <laughs> Most of my time is spent with a microphone <laughs> at the moment. That's still creative though. Is it? Yeah. We're having coffee. If having coffee is creative, there's like a huge industry of creativity on the market. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it's creative. Like podcasts and stuff, I would class as creative. Yeah. I agree. I like that you two are quite tired. Mm. I can feel the caffeine meters. Like, I'm, well, this is like my third coffee of the day already. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm having a brief interlude. <laughs> I'm just in the middle of something at the minute. Can I call you back? I'm just in the middle of something at the minute. Can I call you back? See you a bit. Bye. That's the first phone call. Isn't it? 50 episodes. In, in 50 episodes. Because that's the first first phone call which has ever occurred during a podcast. Sorry. <laughs> well, you can put a smudge now, that's it. Yeah. I'll never be invited that's a back. Band, that. Oh, do... <laughs> oh no, will you still be my friend? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. We've got to take some time off from this. You said that there was no rules. I thought phones off wasn't a thing. I did. I had, had on the other day. I had Shannon the other day and she asked if she could swear. Can you swear? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I've, never, I've never said you can't swear. And, but people I, just become to, really polite when there's a mo- microphone. To be fair, I think it's because I go on the radio. And I'm not allowed to swear on the radio. So I think my, my brain goes, ah, microphone, can't swear. You should come on my radio show. It's far too early on a Saturday and Sunday. I can pre-record it. No. But then do you not class that as creative? Because you just said podcasts are creative. So being on the radio is also creative. Oh, I suppose so. So you're under, underselling it. Yeah, good point. Underselling the things you do. Maybe I am. Maybe we're both creative. Maybe. You're more than me. Really? Yeah. Ooh, that's but you actually draw and paint and stuff. 
Maybe you do tra- more traditional creativity. I don't draw much. See, do you see what you do as creative? No. <laughs> no, because I, I don't think, like... I say, like, I do two my horn a little bit with a painting. But I was like, but it's not, it's more of just colouring in. Okay. I think we're both really understanding ourselves. Maybe. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, I, I like that you, you started off and you're saying we're both very different. Brett undersells himself and I'm very loud. But both of you have the same issue of <laughs> you don't think you're creative, yet you do lots of creative things. Good point. Maybe, maybe. Well, I, like, we do approach other things like differently. So, for example, traveling, right? Okay. Brett is like his mom. And literally three days before going away, he's like, have we got the passports? Have we got this? Have we got that? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's all one thing. But have you seen it? Have you looked at it? Have you seen it in the thing? Is it there? Is it in the thing? Yeah, it's in the thing, Brett. Okay, 10 minutes later. But have you seen it in the thing? Yeah, it's Brett's okay. And I'm just really, really chilled out. It's like we went to the airport. We are going through the security thing and Brett's like... And then it's me just going, it's... Like, now you look like you're carrying a bomb. Like, now you look like you're carrying something you shouldn't be because you look really shifty. But, um... And then you still got your stuff taken out because you didn't listen to me. Yep. <laughs> it's not a list now. Went through the airport and left loads yeah. of stuff in his bag. I sampled my toothpaste and I was like, dude, that's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's most offended about, his toothpaste. Not the fact he went, they went through his bags. That, like, you have to put things. stuff in a clear plastic bag yeah. and then hold it as you go through I, thought, oh, like a I was like, oh, if it's in my bag, it's fine. As long as it's in a clear plastic bag, it'll be okay. No, it wasn't. It stopped me. I'm like, yeah, you take it out. I was like, okay, cool. No. Yeah, you can take your toothpaste. You've been there as well. I was like, it's not really a liquid. It's more of a paste. It's in the name, bro. And then there's like, oh, you need to sample it. So he opens it, pulls off the foot. It's a bloody new one as well. They have two. One that's half used, one that's brand new. It's a brand new one, doesn't he? See, he's really quiet until he gets like issues like this. Dick. I don't, I don't mean, I'm, there's very few times I've been through an airport and not been stopped. I feel like oh, I, I fit the profile. No, like, <laughs> like, I, I definitely something. fit the profile for but, the, like, the terrorist. Like. As soon as we get to the other side, chill. Yeah. I went to America. Chill. Yeah, I didn't get stopped on the way to America. I got stopped on the way to America when I went to New York once. When I was like 13. They're like, hey, we're going to stop the century. I was like, I'm 13. They're like, oh. You look a lot older than that. I'm like a terrorist. Um, I got stopped coming back from San Diego because I had a pen knife in my bag. Why did you do that? Because, well, so, okay, so we were going to the airport and, like, we were in a bit of a hurry and I put my bag on the thing and it was overweight. Mm. It was like, it's either going to cost you, like, £100 to take this overweight item or you can just take something out and put it in your backpack. Mm-hmm. So I did that, grabbed the first three items which were in my bag which was, like, my camera stuff, some, like, other bits and bobs, and then, like, a random satchel, which I carry extra stuff in, like film. Threw it on my backpack, did not realise that there was a pen knife in one of those. So then when I get to the airport and they scan my bags and they find me down, she's like, so is there anything in your bag that we should know about? I'm like, no. Completely denying everything. And then she takes it out and like, yeah, it's a massive pen knife. And this is like, ooh. <laughs> like, I'm just going to abandon that here if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're on lists now <laughs> what did I walk through I walked through somewhere and they're like anything in your pockets I was like no so about three steps later I was like yes wallet phone keys here's everything in my pockets no the best thing is you know in, the, the, in some of the airports now they've got those things where you stand and you have to do like this and yeah. then the thing goes around so I've been one of them before we went off oh have you before. oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I walked in and so I walked in I put my hands up and the thing sort of went round and I was like oh I'll go back in a minute 
Sort of going back. And he was just standing like this. Sir, you've come out now. And I was like, oh, okay. I do have to show the fact that regardless of the airport I go through, no one searches my beard. Like, have I, you never I, had I, the with the comb? Like, they do no. that in prison, like, where they, they, they get the thing and they're like, whoop. No, like, I, I, I could hide something in my beard quite easily. And okay. yet, I get patted down, but they've never looked in my beard. And I'm like, I could fit a pen knife in my beard. Right, so you, I don't know if you, when they pat you down, do they yeah. ever, like, feel around, like, do they ever pull your waistline of your trousers? They have done. Right, so with, with women now, when they get pat down when you're a woman, they, like, pull, pull your straps for your bras. They pull them quite hard. So, like, you're standing there, and they get it, and they pull the elastic on the back of your bra, and you're like, Whoa! they're trying to, like, seatbelt you if you were in school. You're like, yeah, there's nothing in there, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they get quite handsy now. They get quite handsy these days. <laughs> Getting bolder with their chains. I mean, it's another woman, but, like, <laughs> it's just, it's too, it's too much, too intense. Talking about being grown-ups. Like, when we went on our first holiday together, I never realised how many things I used to get my mum to, like, do and check. Like, I kept trying to give my passport to Brett to hold on to. Like, because that's what we used to do. Like, my whole passport. Like, and then Brett's like, we just hold on to your own. And we're like, oh, don't, don't do that anymore. And, like... And you've got the actual travel, like, wallet thing where we keep our passports. Which was a gift from you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Practical things. So if anybody were asking me for the passport, I'm just going to give her a book. Entertain <laughs> <laughs> yourself. Uh... But yeah, we uh, we don't act like grown-ups sometimes. Oh. I mean, this... do you consider yourself grown-ups? No. I wouldn't say I was grown-up. I mean, up. you're both... I'm going to say like 26 for both of you. Because I'm, I'm shooting in the middle now. Brett's 26. Okay. I'm 24. Okay. 25. 25 now. <laughs> 25 now. Yeah, so like, you were at that stage. Uh, this was a conversation I with James. Because um, we discussed getting old because we're both 28. And we both feel old, but we're not old because we're 28. James. Charles Smith. What? He's like 27, 28. Um, and obviously I turned 29 this year. So I'm like staring down the 30. But I feel like I'm old already. Whereas like you're both in your 20s, middle of the 20s. As close as you can get. Do you feel adults? No. Grown-ups? It's like... So we, no. we always get the, the question, similar, similar to like this, is like, people ask you if you're grown up. It's like, when people ask if we live here, so anyway, people cars pull over and like, excuse me, do you live here? Because they're clearly looking for directions. Quite often me and Brett are like, no, we've been here for five years now. We're definitely <laughs> locals now. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't class myself as an, as an adult. But then when do you class yourself as an adult? Because we, we, the way me and James were discussing well, was... I- Feed myself healthy food on a consistent basis. See, I don't even think you can class yourself as that. Otherwise, I know lots of 40-year-old like, people who are not know, adults. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people I know at school, or who are in my year at school, have got kids and families and everything. I'm like, I'm, no, I can't even feed myself healthy food, let alone a smaller person. Like A tiny bread. They're doomed. A bread junior. They're doomed. They're doomed, yeah. Just name your child bread junior. Again, most people can't even... Like pronounce Brett anyway. Why would we? Why would you call another one? Brett or was it Brad? Brad. Bra- um, what do you have, Brat? Bright. <laughs> Brad instead. But like, people are like, oh, it's so Brett. It's like they're like, oh, sorry, what's your name, sir? Like, oh, Brett. Brett Knights. Oh, Brad Knights is here to see you. No, no, Brett. Brett. <laughs> Lots of T's in there. But a perfect example of us not being grown up is so we were coming back from town the other day, and there was this girl and this guy passing our window, our front window. So she's on the street. 
This guy stops, oh, turns, yeah. and then looks my window, and then goes, "Oh my god, have you seen that?" So in my window, I've got like um, a few little like ornaments and stuff, a picture, um, like a family picture, and then I've got some other stuff in there. Uh, but then I've also got a picture of Nicolas Cage <laughs> in my window. I feel like you can be an adult and have that, though. Can you? Well, the thing is, like, our generation, when they become adults, are going to be so weird compared to, like, our parents who are adults. Do you think that? Because I don't. Yes. I think I think all our generations have been as weird. We've just had, like, ours has had the longest to explore the weirdness. Because you're not expected to have kids when you're, like, 22. You know, you get through that stage and then you roll on a bit. We don't own houses by the time we're 30. It's just, like... Okay, I'm gonna, like, I also get excited about this, but my parents get excited when they see like a nice clock. Yes. They can hang on the wall. Yeah. I get excited when I see a sweet ass poster of game characters. I'm like, that's never yeah. coming down from my wall. But then I think like your parents still get excited by little things. You just maybe don't see it because they're your parents. That's true. Like when you meet, like it's like when this is this is the whole like uncle parent debate or like auntie and uncle parent debate. So you see your aunties and uncles as adults, but adults with interests. Because you're like, oh, so you're my uncle, you're really into rock music, or you're really into mm. this. And he's like, oh, my auntie, you're really into you know, point, this ice skating and stuff like that. So you automatically see their interests before you see them as like a parental figure. Whereas your parents, you focus on the fact that they raised you, nurtured you for however many years, and you completely ignore their interests until you get to an adult point and you're like, oh, yeah, wait, hang on a minute, you really like this. But does your mum watch this podcast? Yeah. Oh, cool. Which is fine. Okay, no, no, because I just remember, because I don't think my mum has many interests, and yeah. I think, Amber, you saying your mum doesn't have many intre- interests. No, but this is what I'm kind of, like, realising in the last, like, six months or so, was that she does have interests, I just don't know them. Oh. Because the interests I know of her are very default. They're very sewing, Snoopy, David Essex. Actually, my mum likes David Essex. <laughs> you know, it's very along those lines, and I know very little about her, like, outside general life and the same with my dad like he likes bikes he likes building cars he likes working with his hands and stuff like that but he does art stuff as well but like outside of that I don't know much of his life because I've never had that conversation with him whereas like my uncle I know loads of stuff about his like general life because I got introduced to his interests first yeah that's a good point Especially parents have to care for you first. They yeah. don't go, I'd like to do these things with my spare time. Yeah. Because in their spare time, it's caring for you. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good point. So, so I feel like you, when we get to adults, like your kids won't see your interests as the first thing because you're always going to be their parent. Because regardless of how much they like comics or games and stuff, at some point you're going to have to be like, no, shut the fuck up, do you? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but we are a weird generation. There's no denying that. I think we're proper smacked in the middle. Yeah. I think I talked to you about this before. Just like, we've still got parents being like, why aren't you getting married and having babies? But then you've got like peers and younger generation being like, why are you going to explore the world and go to Thailand and live there for a year? And you're like, because, well, I've also got responsibilities and bills to pay, but I also want to do that thing as well. And uh, we're like jammed between two generations of people, I think, yeah. that have very different, like, what was the word like motives yeah and life outlooks well for example I I, I was working with a, a client who uh, well, a, a client one of my colleagues clients is like 19 and he's like I've got Snapchat don't get me wrong but he's like super into Snapchat like everything is Snapchat everything's on Snapchat everything's on these new dating apps that aren't Tinder and I'm like 
I don't understand. Like, this is like, wow, this is intense. But he just has a completely different... But then he's like, oh, we've just grown up with that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Like, I've grown up with technology, but I've not grown up with, like... Like, when we and Brett met, no. Tinder didn't exist. No. Like, a thing, things like dating sites, websites will look down on. <clears throat> like, you don't meet people through dating websites. Like, you... Like, well, I, my opinion, my, my friends were, at that time, were like, oh, no, t- dating websites are for for losers, basically, essentially. I think when I was younger, dating sites were, there was only, like, one prevalent one. Matchmade.com, whatever it is. No, for, like, the one we heard about was Adult Friend Finder. And it was for, like, lonely married people who were oh. looking for hookups. Oh. It was basically <laughs> just porn. <laughs> well, wow. Uh... <laughs> like, that was the only one which was, like, consi- everything else was, Yeah, the like, only one I really knew of was, like, Match.com. And yeah. then I moved to Lincoln, and someone was like, oh, yeah, plenty of fish. I was like, what is plenty of fish? And they're like, that is a date. And then, and then, then I started my world of work career, and then, like, three people in my office are married to people they met on internet dating websites. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, now I'm confused. Like, I'm really confused. Like, is that... And then obviously then Tinder came to, to be and that was yeah. from went from there, really. But it does make me wonder, like back when I was very young, uh, when dating websites weren't a thing because the internet wasn't a thing. I'm sure, I'm a nice age here, but like it, you, the, the equivalent was the adverts in the back of papers and magazines. Yeah, and it makes me wonder how many of them came to fruition. Well, I went to a, a wedding anniversary two years ago, and they met each other. It's like my mum's friend met each other through. Classifieds, is that what they're called? Like, yeah, the classifieds. Classified ads, yeah. Yeah, they, they, it was like their 35th wedding anniversary or something like that. But like that was, they met each other through classifieds. And I was like, we wonder back then, was that considered to be weird? And then yeah. she actually said in her little speech she did, she was like, oh, I told my mum I was going on this date with a man that I'd met in the newspaper and she told me I was mad. Like, and it's a bit like now when people are like, oh, people just meet people from Tinder and like they hook yeah. up. And I'm like, yeah, I suppose that's been going on for a long time. They just didn't really think this about is just it. More streamlined. Now. Yeah, just not having to buy a newspaper every day and yeah, make a phone call and listen to a recording of someone like saying what they like. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, we we've not really experienced the whole Tinder Tinder thing. You're not missing out. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> From friends, knowing of friends who've gone through Tinder, I know I'm not really missing out. But hmm. you got quiet. I'm sorry. It's tired. See, but, that's adult behaviour, being tired. All the time. Because we have lives and jobs. We're all it's tired, like, which is Catholic. Like, like, <laughs> nice for how long? For like so long, how do you do it? Just like, tired all the time. That's a secret. Just be <laughs> tired. Like the Hulk. Just tired all the time. Yeah, it's, 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 that's <laughs> I wake up, I'm like excited for about. What? What I say, excited? I'm awake for like an hour. And after that, I'm like, I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> I need to now maintain this state for like the next like ten hours. I was like, I put a, I put a uh, selfie on Instagram the other day because you know I'm a vain bastard, <laughs> and it was just me with a coffee, and then but it was me with a coffee in bed. And then a friend commented on it. It's just like I love the fact that you got up, made a coffee, and then went back to bed. That's literally impossible for me. And I was like, why? It's like because I have two children. So I get up, I make coffee, and then there's no way I'd make it back to bed without being hassled by children. <laughs> I was like, that's beautiful. <laughs> I didn't realise that that was such a privilege to dream. <laughs> the dream yeah to be cop- fair I, I realised I went to my sister's recently and we'd always joke like oh no we'd, everyone always goes oh so how have you been together and you're all six years oh have you thought about having children and literally both of us always like ah, 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 no um, and everyone's always like oh do you not feel broody or anything and I'm like no and Brett doesn't and no 
Uh, and, but I love my niece. My niece is the best thing ever. Um, but I went back home for a weekend and after three days of just looking after her during the day, I was like, I'm gonna die now. Like, I'm just gonna... Because she was great, but she's just learning to walk. So everything right. is yeah. constant go. Like, everything is everywhere all the time. And I'm just like, yeah, this is gonna be hard. Like, I'm 25 and I can't even manage a taking care of a child during the day for three days without dying. My sister has to do that every night. <laughs> and she's like 34. <laughs> yeah, I really don't understand. Like, I don't understand people who are young. That's why I'm not a grown-up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Because like, then if you, if you say that, it makes it seem like you have to have kids to be grown-up. Which means I've never grown-up. You're not ever going to have kids? Oh my for, god, that's a big live question. Live forever. That's going to be a big question for, for a podcast. But you know, we we like we're really just like whatever. We just want to we want to go on a bunch more holidays, and we want to go on a bunch more like everything. Yeah. I want to make a children. game, and I want to travel a lot more places than currently I'm doing. Because <laughs> you know responsibilities and life and stuff. But that's adulthood. That's that's adult. Oh yeah. If you weren't adult, then you you'd be just like fuck it. Here's a credit card. I'll go do all that anyway. I have a credit card, but I'm too afraid to use it. Exactly. <laughs> that, that is a dollar. This is that overarching fear of doing anything. Because you're like, I could fuck up everything if I do one thing wrong. What did you say to me yesterday? Oh, your friend contacted you, Josh, and asked you. <laughs> what is free? I was like, oh, I don't know why. It's, oh, girlfriend's like back in, back in town. I want to come see her. I was like, right, okay. Like, we can go to the devil's ass. The what? <laughs> Find some place in the Peak District where this yeah. cave just drips on like minerals. I know. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> Never heard of it. It's in um, castles. But we were just like, and then there's loads of stuff. Me and Brett keep talking about like seeing friends and whatever, and just doing stuff. And we're like, yeah, we should just start just doing stuff and not worry about like responsibilities. And then we get tired and uh, sit and watch TV for the whole day. And then we're like, yeah, we want to do that instead. That is a trap. Like, it's a trap. If you want to do stuff, that is a trap. Like, Waking up and then just deciding to stay. In. We do do stuff. Yeah, we do. What are you getting upset for? <laughs> we do do stuff. Yeah, we do. Like we're reaching these gradual moments where you keep having to defend your decision. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but sometimes we have legit reasons, like shift patterns and whatever. We're not talking about work, but like shift patterns for both, both jobs and whatever. But we love what we do, so it's it's not not a problem. But it's just yeah, things and stuff and life and things. It's interesting, we should have bought the topics we originally brought because you hate feminists. And that would have been hilarious to talk about. I feel like that's quite a blank statement to make on a, on a live podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you agree? Do you not agree? Right, uh, okay, there's, there's a question. So we'll, we'll, we'll set it up as question-wise. So in terms of feminism, are you, are you, are you sitting on the side of yes feminism, no feminism, or just yeah, that exists as a thing? <laughs> There's a problem that, you know, some places women get treated like shit, and that ain't good. I agree that everyone should be treated equally, but I'm not going to be a twat about it. Okay. That's my issue. My issue isn't with feminism as a whole, it's the not. Yeah. How we're all just like, just blind arguments with just like completely biased facts, biased figures, and just like. <sighs> Shut up. Um. Yeah. 
So I was thinking that's essentially what we broke it down to at the end of the last podcast. Mm. Was that it wasn't so much the message you were so had an issue with. It YouTuber, was the way it was presented. YouTuber I like, by definition, is like a feminist channel. Mm-hmm. But she absolutely rips into the stupid arguments. Mm. Like, whenever it's like, oh, the gender pay gap, and she just has this like red button that she hit. I just got a recording of her saying, like, you know, it doesn't take into stats the fact that, like, you know, men are the higher paid positions, men tend to work, like, different hours, women work different jobs, that's why they will get paid differently, it doesn't take into consideration all that kind of stuff. It's just like, oh, women don't get paid to sit. No, shut up. Well, we talk about a lot of, like, I think that's what sometimes it confuses. So we can get into quite a good debate about lots of political subjects, but we never fall out about it. No. Well, I think that's, that's good, I mean, to bring it to kind of your relationships and stuff. It's like, I think... If you're with someone, you have to be able to do that. I don't think you can be with someone who you can't have a serious conversation with and at the end of it, it not be an argument, like a full-blown, mm. breaking argument. Because what we were talking about, we talked about plastic waste, <coughs> that's not one that comes up a lot in our household, plastic waste. Um, you make little plastic models. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty wasteful, bro. Uh, <laughs> um, the elections when they came around, that yeah. was interesting, that was a... That was a big one. Um, what else did we talk about loads of stuff. We just like get into these conversations, but luckily, thank God, we seem to align on the similar mm. side most times. Sometimes there's like things. But this is another thing about relationships, right? The reason I wanted to bring it. Me and Brett don't really fight. Okay. Ever. Do you see that as a good thing or a bad thing, though? Because I've had this conversation with people, like with Max, we never really fought. We never had argument. Oh no. Ever. Yours ended like. Until, Not in a great way. You know, the end. But then at the end, we didn't even argue. It was all discussed. Did mm. it very, very, not amicably, but mm. adult-wise. And I never saw it as a bad thing that we never argued. But other people have been like, no, you have to you have to argue. At some point, you have to argue, otherwise you're lying. And I was like, no, that can't be true. Because you just talk about things. Yeah, no, I think that's <clears> it. So, right, so for example, this morning, very, very, very basically this morning... I was trying to set up a new payment for an, our new rental company for our house. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Brett said, oh yeah, I'll send you all the details. And I said, okay, cool. And then he sent me the wrong details. And I just sent him a message like, he sent me the wrong details. Angry emoji. Um, <laughs> on the thing. And then... He co- <laughs> <laughs> this is not how I remember this argument. <laughs> is that what it was? It's the one with the... the, the like the... Like the... One. Like the huffy... <laughs> Keep going, keep going. Oh, yeah, right. So, and then he was like, what do you mean? And then I just called him later and I was like, you dumb idiot. Like, Oh, it is. What did you think it was? I thought it was that guy doing this. <laughs> Show it to Graham. Okay. I thought I like his little hands. Yeah, there could be hands, but I see that steam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the steam. <laughs> um, then he called me and I was like, you big dumb idiot. You sent me the wrong sort code. Did I? Sorry. Done. Like, I know other couples mm-hmm. that will... So, for example... That will linger. Like. Yeah, that will linger. The, 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 then it'll be... So, a tiny thing like making the wrong order at a restaurant mm-hmm. or um, forgetting to turn off the heating will turn into a raging... Yeah. Ah! And I'm just like, we've never... If we ever get to the point where we're, like, quite annoyed, we just walk away from each other. Yeah. And then we'll come back the and worst. be like, oh, this is why I was cross. And then they were like, this is why I was cross. And then we go, okay. <clears throat> the worst I ever got was we were in Philadelphia on holiday. Born and, and raised. Sorry. <laughs> Did we argue in Philadelphia? 
We did. Because we looked at <laughs> so that. So you don't realise. So yeah, we looked at that. <laughs> no, I was about to hit like. <laughs> and we were like, right, we're in Philadelphia. We're going to get a Philly cheesesteak. Okay. I was like, okay, cool. I was looking around like this this map thing. Yeah. We fought like a little bit. Yeah. We, we were looking around this map thing. There's one, it was like, oh, you know, this is pretty good. Look at it. And it's like, okay, you know, we'll go there. It's not too far away from like the Liberty Bell. Liberty, uh, Liberty Bell. So, okay, cool. So, we went around like the Liberty Bell and everything. We're like, right, let's go find some food. I look at the map and I was like, right, I'm pretty sure. It's like this way. We started going down there. So, I was like, where is it? How much further? I was like, oh, I don't know where it is. I think it's a star around this corner. Look, it's like, We've taken it the wrong bloody way. And I was like, I haven't. Right. But we are, both, we are both awful to each other when we are both hungry slash tired slash both. And like, how hot was it? Oh, it was so hot and humid and horrible. It was about 35 degrees. Right. It was... Actually, it was probably higher than that because we'd had 40 degrees when we were in America. And we decided to do all these things because we would, it was quite a whistle-stop holiday and it was towards the end, to be fair. Mm. And we were just very tired. And then Brett had gone, I really want to go to this place. But just read the map wrong. And then we found wow. out where it was. And we walked there and we found it. And it was great. And we had the sandwich and we said sorry. And it was totally worth it. And it was totally <laughs> worth it. It was totally worth it. That sandwich is great. <laughs> but yeah, we, it, we, we didn't really fight. Like, again, though, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a raging yeah. door fight. Like door slamming, yeah. punch him in the face, you big idiot fight. It was just a... Snap. Come on. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Thing. And I think that's... Good. I think that's good. I think the problem is that when people fight sometimes, they one of them either backs down because they're like oh, I'm bored of this, but then never truly says what they want to say because they don't want it to get even worse than it already is, or they get completely out of it, like completely crazy mad, and don't talk to each other for like four or five days. And I think that's even worse because like then you're not really resolving the issue other than screaming at each other. Hmm. And I just don't think he gets it out. Please don't cheat on me with somebody else. Don't <laughs> <laughs> leave me. Nah, I agree. There's someone you can argue with. <laughs> There's someone you can argue with. But then I, I don't know that, actually, Brett's family, uh, Brett's family don't really argue. Yeah. Like parents, like they, they like his mums can snap sometimes. But my mum has never taught us to like, she never rowed of us. Like we didn't do our... We always used to laugh. She's got the dreaded eyebrow. So if my mum raises one eyebrow, and then you know you've done something wrong, and then she goes, I'm disappointed in you, and you go. And then and then that's that's the most more terrifying than anything possible. And Brett's mum's the same. Like, she can shout at you, but she's not, like, raging. Well, no, she doesn't shout at me now. No, you're an adult now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she doesn't really, like, like, her, her, like Brett's mum and dad don't really fight, fight. Like, they'll just go, oh, you stupid idiot. And they go, oh, sorry. And then we, they move on. So I think it's potentially why we don't as well, because I'll be taught not to, like... It's yeah. effort to fight. It's so much effort to it's fight. so much effort. <laughs> you normally bail and say sorry early, though. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, when Brett is tired and I'm hungry, that's it. We're both rage. And that's... And that's... So do we have to talk to each other until we find food or coffee or both? Yeah, I think that, that's true. I, there used to be a, a thing of, Janine, if you're watching this, you know I do this. Um, so my ex, Janine, mm. um, if she's not eating, she gets grumpy. Mm. So I'd go find food before the grumpiness gets in. Mm-hmm. And that was always a, a rule. 
like we have. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I know you're going to get irritable, so we're going to go find some food. It's the same now, <laughs> if, if I come home from work and I know I've had a bad day, yeah. or I'm hormonal, or I'm hungry, I walk in through the door and everyone will go, oh, hi, and he'll run up to me and I'll go, no. I'm really hungry or tired <laughs> or hormonal or whatever, like insert, insert reason here. And he goes, okay, and then walks away, and then I go and get food and whatever, and then I approach him when I'm ready. <laughs> but then he does the same thing. So yeah. if I come downstairs and he's not really talking or whatever, I'll go, are you tired? And he goes, yeah. And I'll go, oh, okay, I'll leave you to it. Do you want me to make you a coffee? And then, because then we know we won't fight. Okay. So i got a concept for you both. So, oh, no, you're doing devil advocate, aren't you? No, no, no. I'm, okay. I'm just curious what you, what you think. So, okay, so, is it, is, you know, it's people who don't argue particularly. Mm-hmm. And you have no rush to get married or have kids. Mm-hmm. But the amount of people I see who get into regular screaming matches on, like, the street or, mm-hmm. like, really, like, angry towards each other who absolutely rush to get married or get married really young, is quite numerous. Yes. So would you think that they do that to kind of hold their relationship together? And that you, the reason you guys don't pursue that as well might be because you, you don't have a fear of losing each other? Yes. Yeah. Is that, is that it? <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. I just think it's, like, from that point of view, like, it, from that you could, I think it, it seems like I people know, just, like, get well, married yeah, I know because they're worried their relationship will end. I know of several I mean, relationships where they get, people get married really quickly, yeah. and I, I'm like, why have they got married so quickly? They've got, like, a really turbulent relationship. And I do think, potentially, the man goes, oh, if I get, you know, often the man, it doesn't have to be the man, it be the woman, um, goes, oh, it, I think it's that, Everything will be fixed when. Yeah. Argument. If we get married, like, if we have a kid, it'll solve it. If we get married, it will be fixed. Yeah. If we have children, it will be okay. But, but you can apply that to anything. You know, when I get home, things will be better from work, for example, or from school or college or whatever anyone's doing. That you go, oh, that when I do that, it will be better then. Yeah. And I think that's potentially. Do you agree? Whereas we don't. We just. Happy. We're just happy. Are we happy? Yes. <laughs> well, no, now I look like, now everyone's gonna look like brainwashing you. No, no, happy, yeah. right? You're right. You're right. You're happy. No, no, we are. Bring twice if you need to escape. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think that's the thing. We 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 both do very different. We both do very different jobs, and I think that's another thing that keeps things interesting, because we also have no concept of the other person's job really. Yeah. Like. I wouldn't know what Brett did and Brett wouldn't know what I did and sometimes I'll come home and I'll be like I dealt with this this and this today and he goes okay um, and then he'll go I did like well you can't really tell me what he does <laughs> but like um, you know it was really stressful because we had all this stuff happen today and it was really busy and I go okay cool but I don't know what that means like to, I don't know what busy is in that, those concepts um, do you think you could be together if you worked together? no I actually joked because like that's the thing which I've considered a few times. Of like, I don't know if I could potentially date someone I'd work with because no. I see them every day and then I go home and see them. Like, We're it's all nice, nice it is. It's nice that it is. Like, it's like good like what eight hours of the day mm. where it's me. Yeah. My my mum said she doesn't know how she was really worried when we went on our holiday to America that we would kill each other because right. we spend lots of time apart. So we we have approximately like two to three hours a night mm-hmm. and then about, probably about 12 hours over the weekend where we're, we're together so when we were going on like a 10 day holiday where we were together all day every day 
for like 10 days. My mom was yeah. like, I thought we going to kill each other. And I was like, no, but it's not like that. Like, we actually like spending time with each other. But when we're at work, I know I'm very different to how I am at home. Mm-hmm. And I know that Brett is from how he's described the things he has to, like, kind of be in charge of. Like, pe- people management. That he is very different when he's at work. And I would hate that. Because I'd be like, why are you different at work and at home? Even though I know that there's a reason why you are. Everyone's yeah. different when they're at work and when they're at home. Well, most people are different when they're, work, when they're at home. Because they put on, like, a face of... Especially when you're like a manager or like, for example, I manage people, like I work with people, um, you have to be a certain person. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, reasons <clears throat> and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I think because we, we were saying about how many people that are at, at your workplace that are together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I imagine that must be hell. <laughs> 24 hours a day with each other every day. And then everyone's like, no, it's, that's yeah. great. But I'm like, no. <laughs> it's too much. I mean, like, there's some, like my parents have just recently retired and my mom was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do with him at home all the time. He's worked for 40 years or so, mm. full-time on shifts, used to having this time. So, so just chill out, you'll be fine. Well, you also just do their own thing. Yeah, you wonder why... <laughs> like, you wonder why people, old people, join groups and clubs and, yeah. like, snitting classes. And you're like, because they don't want to be with the... Well, they're not, they yeah. don't want to be with them, but like, they're like, they want to have things to do other than just talk to the other person yeah. all the time. Well, I'm always like, she started working in a charity shop. Oh, that's And cute. I was like, just get a temp job. Go do, go do some volunteering or something. Yeah. We'll get you out of the house. You'll be able to be away. Like, my dad's very much like me. He could stay home all day and just do stuff. Mm. He'd find himself things to do. He'd make himself projects. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he'd be fine. But, yeah, my mom was just like, yeah, you, you need to do something. Go mm. out and do something. Or you'll drive yourself insane. <laughs> the same as me and Brett. Brett could be, like, I remember when it was really busy a while ago, he was in the house for, like, three days solid. And I was like, bro, have you seen the sunshine? And he's like... No. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> so, like, what Grant said is that he's finding something to do, like, productive. Mine's yeah. not productive. Mine's playing games. Yeah, I know, but like, he can be in the house for it. Like, he can just stay in the house and not worry about yeah. seeing other people or doing anything specific. Whereas, I, if I'm, like, in the house for more than a few hours on my own, I'm like, oh, unless I'm sleep, I go going to sleep, I want to go out and do something. Yeah. So, we're very different. Like, when we go to his parents' house, Brett loves it because they live in a small town mm-hmm. in the middle of Norfolk and I'm like what things are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Can I walk the dogs? Can I walk the dogs? Can I the dogs? Can I the dogs? Um, don't get me wrong sometimes it's nice to just chill but Brett's just like no I love this I just sit in front of the TV all day and do nothing I'm like how? But I think that's what keeps it like keeps us we do are different in that mm. sense and we both love dogs so that's a great that's a great common denominator you can do the classic get a dog to pretend you're a child thing, which everyone does. If we practice. <laughs> don't. Don't. We um, went to our friend's house and they had cats the other day and uh, we both just turned into bloody children. We were like, oh, look at this cute little thing. Yeah, like, no, we, we, we're not going to get a dog anyway until we move house. Until we buy a house. Then we'll be grown ups, I think, when we buy a house. Are you grown up when you buy a house? I mean, I don't think I'd consider myself grown up if we bought a house. I'd just be a teenager with a house yeah <laughs> so often I still often hear, like, hear myself think like when I grow up I want to be this and I'm like I am growing up yeah Sometimes you can't I... have those thoughts because then you look in the mirror and you're like shit beat me <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I wonder what they, all those things were that parents said they were going to tell you when they were grow- you were growing up like I'll tell, tell, you... tell you when you're older mine no. sat down and told me no <laughs> 
Is this why you can't have a baby? (laughs) (laughs) The longest, like, to be continued. I'll tell you when you're older. To be continued. You reach 65 and they're like, yeah, no, no, it's not quite ready. Season 2 starts off 35 years ago. I know, you know, when a man and a woman love each other very much, <laughs> I know what happens. But like, no, do you know what I mean? Like, there was, it was other times, like I remember, I remember once my, my uncle went on like a really long trip and then I was like, oh, where's he going? And then mum was like, I'll tell you when you're older. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> where's he going? Like, what, what was he doing? And then I remember other things like, to be fair, some of the things I understand, like, when you're really young and, like, for example, like, family members are ill, they go to hospital yeah. and they're like, oh, why are they in hospital? They're like, oh, I'll tell you when you're older, like, or I'll talk to you about it when you're older. But, yeah, I just always wonder what all those things were. If you I should rewind. go back and ask. You should make a list of everything they were, like, they put off telling you, and you should just go back and ask. I'd do that. That'd, that'd be happens. great. My memory's terrible at the best of times. You are a goldfish. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, all those moments with, like, drama which you completely missed. So, like, obviously, like we have friends and, and family and stuff, and we know about everyone's drama at 20. Yeah. So, when your parents were, like, 20, the same amount of drama would have been happening. Such mm. and such would have been going out with such and such. Someone would have cheated on someone. There'd yeah. be, like, an illegitimate child somewhere. And we were completely left oh. out of all those conversations. And now, the, now's the time. Oh, to be fair, I, I, I'm quite good at talking about things like that with my mum. Like, recently, she was like, oh, yeah, you know one of your aunts was in... Uh, there was, like, a recent show on TV about, like, mental asylums. Right. And there was, like, a really big one in London. She's like, oh yeah, we lived. I lived opposite that house for uh, opposite that like mental asylum for like forty like forty years of my life, and uh, your great aunt was in there, and I didn't even know. <laughs> I was like, what? And she's like, she had religious mania, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, and there was just stuff like that. Like, I found out they have loads of cousins that are adopted, like on my dad's side somewhere. I'm like, why? Like, why have you never that. told me these things like sooner? Like, I want to know these things. I did used to when I was younger, you know, um, that it's quite, well, it's quite famous, you know, like when, um, Melissa Face found out on EastEnders that her mum wasn't her mum because it was a sister or oh, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I used to be convinced off about that Emma, my sister was my mum. And I'd be like, mum, are you my actual mum? And mum would be like, yes, <laughs> like, it's just a TV thing. I mean, I was convinced I was adopted as a kid. Like, full on convinced I was adopted. Because I don't, as a, as a kid, I didn't look like any, like, any of my family. Mm. I'm the only one with curly hair. And I was the only one who was kind of outwardly creative. Like, my dad did art stuff, but because of the steel industry, had it gradually be an art. And my brother did art stuff, but it wasn't, like, visual. It wasn't on show. It was always, like, writing, mm-hmm. like, script writing and stuff like that. And just kind of kept it very to himself. So I was, I was convinced I was adopted as a kid. But then I got older, and now I look and sound like my brother and my dad, so... Yeah, uh, me, and my, to be fair, me and my brother's sister have always looked like each other. So yeah. I know that we're all, like, related. You look different to all your family. Oh, you adopted... You don't look like any of your Dad's got, like, Dropping loads of hair and you're, like, balding slowly, so... Maybe you're adopted. Maybe, Maybe we should check it out. Maybe you're not even a knight. Maybe, Maybe you're a... a, a Templar instead. Templar. <laughs> <laughs> I did say we should look into his history. I was like, we should look into your history. Your last day's knights. Like, you might be a might be a knight somewhere along the line. But I was like, no, I don't think they're that creative. No, you should do. I know my, my last name's just a bastardization of other names. Is it because you're so cool? No. Do you get that a lot? Not as much as I used to. When I was a kid, I used to get it, like, all the time. It was, like, one of those things, and adults would say it to you as a kid. And then now, no one, no one mentions it. Oh. No one. It's like, occasional friend will make a pun, but no one brings it up. Which I'm quite thankful for. 
Damn it, I'm going to do it to all, all, all the time. I'm going to message you be like, why are you so cool? Sorry. I can do but... your name as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looking a little green. Hey! <laughs> That's why it's a green team at uh, Crash Course and Brain Surgery, which you should totally come to next month. Anyone listening? Um, <laughs> shameless plug, shameless plug. No, I mean, like, we went to Crash Course together the other day. Yeah. And, like, I know, obviously, being on different patterns, you don't get to go to many of those things together. Brett doesn't understand spoken word, really. He speaks English. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you don't come to, like, you don't, when you come to the events, sometimes you're like, I don't understand what's happening. Like, people do really deep poetry, you're like, ah. It's just because, I don't know, it's like like when people use long words for the sake of it, it's just like, you could say, like, literally like a two-syllable word, you've got to make like a 35-syllable word. Bro, we've been to university, we know that's, like, both have suffered that. We have. Do you not have that in your in your course? Like, where they used to add loads of random extra words, and you'd be like, "Why have they done this?" Do you not you have did, that? In- you did psychology, did games production. You don't need extra words in games production. No. <laughs> what about extra words in photography? Did you give? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, what was it called? Contemporary lens media. Contemporary lens media, which is media. the best example of doing that. <laughs> no, we didn't add extra words to contemporary lens media. <laughs> It was too contemporary for that. Could have called it video and film, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. But then, yeah, I mean, maybe that's why you should write poetry. You can cut out all the crap. No. I'm scared of what will happen. Well, what will happen? What will happen? I don't know. <laughs> what do you imagine poetry is doing? Yeah, I was going to say, what, you, you hypnotise everyone and they're going to kill themselves? Like, what? what, what? I mean, no, that's my poetry. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I thought about it, but I was like, nah. This is actually quite interesting. We're going to be on camera together, and some people at my, like, events I go to, poetry-wise, right, don't even know that, like, they, some of them are like, oh, you got a boyfriend? Like, yeah, like, six years. Like, never, 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 <laughs> never met him. Like, and I'll bring him to, like, events, and people are like, oh, is this your boyfriend? Yeah, yeah, like, we've been together for a long time now. Because we don't go out, we don't go out to places to <laughs> Like, that's so not true. Money, that's right? true. It's not true. We do go out places together. During, like, the, week, during, during the week, during we the week, when most of this stuff happens, yeah. I can't go yes. out. Yeah, so people don't see job. us. People yeah. don't yeah. see us together. Not that your relationship just works because weird, you never like... do. <laughs> well, no, because it happened to us. It happened to us, right? So I was I was playing games online with some friends, yeah, and right. then I was playing, <laughs> and I'm playing with these guys probably about six months online. <laughs> friends are friends, and. I just assumed that everybody knew I was with Brett because Brett also played with us sometimes right. as a group, right? But you don't walk into a conversation even in real life. You don't go, this is my boyfriend! Like, this one! I mean, some on... people do. Yeah, well, not, not, not me. <laughs> um, so in this like chat thing, I just always assumed that everybody knew and then Brett was like... Because also, we ha- play games in the same room, yeah. so we'll have the same microphone on. Um, and you can see that it's like we'll like we'll echo and stuff as well because obviously we're in the same same room. Right. And, and yeah, this boy approached me and was like, "Oh yeah, so who are you going away? I was like, I'm going away. He's like, who are you going away with? And I was like, um, my boyfriend. And he was like, you have a boyfriend? And I was like, yeah, he works a night shift. You've met him before, Brett. Oh, oh, I didn't know. And he was like. I said, we've been in the same room. T- you played a game with us together. We've been in the same room. You can hear a second. Oh, I just thought you were friends that live together. I just was like, we, we surely make that jump to, like, don't like to say people should assume. Yeah. But I, I would assume I'd make that jump and go, oh, we're you together. Like, yeah. 
Like, even some of them live, some of the boys that I know live together, and I'm like, oh, are you, like, just friends? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're just mates that live together. And um, obviously, like, oh, you're a gay couple, straight away. But, like, are you, like, are you friends? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're friends that live, to- live together. I just thought, like, they would assume, but then, yeah, he stopped talking to me because I was clearly no longer a romantic target. interest. Target. No target. Target acquired. So. Target lost. <laughs> Get <it> next time. <laughs> Mission failed. <coughs> Yeah, we're in conclusion. We're massive losers that don't get out enough and don't fight. <laughs> Ta-da! Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. No, no, it's nice. It's the way we like to live, and we've got friends like you to keep us, you know, entertained. Entertained. <laughs> I don't want to be relied on. That's <laughs> like entertainment. <laughs> I mean, I know I put out weekly content, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to start listening to your podcast last night about makeup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then I tried to listen to it before I went to bed and fell asleep. <laughs> your voice is just so soothing. <laughs> I've been told this a couple of times in like, the last like two months or so, and I don't hear it because I always think I sound whiny. I don't think you sound whiny. Yeah. Maybe it's just in my own head. You hear everything an octave higher in your head. So. Do you? Yeah. Oh, God. I've got a really deep voice then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just dropping truth <laughs> <laughs> no that's why that's why people don't like the sound of their voice isn't it yeah because you hear it differently and you, and you, you sound like well, well well deeper like well deeper like yeah god you're cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean like it's kind of thinking like we've done two podcasts on dating now Oh, yeah, you did one with Chris Bond. I did. Dating 101 and Dating 102. I did uh, one with Mel, which was over a year ago now. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, one with Chris. So it's, it's interesting to kind of do one on relationships. Yeah, because well, I wouldn't know fuck all about dating, but... Well, okay, so there you go. Classic. As a couple, what's your advice for people dating? Mm. Hey, why don't you tell the story of how we met? No. <laughs> Come on. No. Why not? It's not a question for a start. <laughs> well, it would be terrible like he wanted to be a millionaire. No, right, so dating. I've never really done it. No. No, because when we, we we didn't really date, date, like, but when, when, we met, wait, wait, uh, when we met each other, we were, we were in the first year of uni, freshest year. Yeah. So we went on lots of nights out and we went on lots of like, so we used to meet each other during the day and go for a walk. Like, but it was sometimes not always just us. It was like other people as well. And there's probably only about two or three occasions where we went on specific mm. me and Brett only, and we didn't call them dates. Yeah. So remember the first time Brett said to me, I was really, really hungover one morning, and I went over to the, the place where he lived, because it was like a, we had lived in like a communal like, building. Yeah. And um, like they lived, they had their room, their front room on the like courtyard bit, so everyone mm. used to congregate at their house. And we were going over there, and Brett was like, oh yeah, I want to get out of the house because I'm feeling so shit. And I was like, oh, I'm feeling so shit too. And he's like, oh, I should go for a walk. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So we went out for probably about four or five hours. We walked up the hill, um, got a drink in the pub, like, and then we ended up coming back like late in the evening and getting like, fish and chips or something, and then going like back to our flats and whatever. And then after that, we went on like one meal date, but we both were like, oh, this is really awkward, because like we'd rather just have like takeaway and sit in front of the TV kind of thing. And um, other than that, then we were just like, oh, yeah, we're together now. <laughs> Like, we're a couple now. I think that happens a lot in you. Like, I, I'd call it, like, 
Oh, I'm going to kind of term here. So, like, it's dating by osmosis. So you, you submerge yourself in a large group of people as you do at uni. You never go on an official date with someone, but then you end up dating someone. Yeah. Because you're around them all the time. Yeah. That sounds them. like we put low effort. It sounds low effort. No. Because you're still, you're still within a group. You're obviously mm. still trying to get to know someone. Like, that's how I, I yeah. imagine it was through uni. We just hung out a lot. Yeah, yeah. And you just kind of, you end up, you, you end up focusing on someone regardless of whether you meant to or not. And then... Yeah, you yeah and then I think that was it. And then breakfast one night was like, oh, do you want to be with me? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, we should do that. And then we were together. And then we've like been on date nights and stuff since then. Yeah. But no, because I'm really good friends with Chris Mod. Mm-hmm. And so when he came on for this, he was like, yeah. I, um, I think even on the thing he mentioned how bad I am at dating advice. The, on your thing, you mentioned how I was not very good at dating advice. I don't think you mentioned specifically. We said his friends were about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's me. Um, <laughs> hi. Um, Chris. <laughs> but I, because I, I have no concept for, I, I've only ever dated like, I've only ever been with like three people and mm. beyond that person that it's, I've had maybe like a handful of dates, genuinely a handful of dates. They've always just been one thing and then that's been it. Yeah. And all of them have either been in pubs where you've got to meet someone in a pub or in a restaurant where you're going to meet someone in a restaurant. And it's always been meeting that person through another person. Yeah. So whenever I, anyone says to me, oh, we're going to buy some dating, I'm like, have your friends got friends that are single? That's, I think that's the easiest way to meet someone. Yeah. I think that's probably one of the better ways to meet someone. Like yeah. the whole like uni dating thing is, 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 is better. It has its drawbacks because obviously you're essentially just competing with anyone else you hang around with. Yeah. And you don't know who you're going to upset by approaching someone or not. And then that could ruin like friend dynamics and whatnot. Um, but yeah, like meeting someone through someone else is like the easiest way. Yeah. I'd say. I think that's what we, like I would suggest. But then as people say sometimes, like when you've used up that pool of people or if a lot of your friends have got friends in couples or in my case specific case I've got lots of male friends mm-hmm. so unless you're like a gay male like if I'm friends with a male like I've got two gay male friends like it's a lot harder um and then my very few female friends are either in like in relationships or don't live here yeah. so it's like they don't when they're looking for dating guys I'm like well you can't meet someone through me because they don't live near you um so it's it's very minimal I think all my, almost all my friends back home that are in couple in relationships met through other friends, like school friends or friends for friends. Mm-hmm. And I think, how did? Oh, we've got a friend. The one we're talking about, the devil's ass one. He met his girlfriend through Pokemon Go. Didn't they? Oh wow! I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Proper nerds. They met at a Pokemon <laughs> Go meet. Yeah, and like uh, our other friend Sam and Alex, they met each other on like an uh, internet dating thing. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like, all the people we know who are together. You probably know more of Harley and that because. How did Caitlin Mark meet? Do you know? No idea. Oh. It's not really my go to uh, topic of oh, conversation. Uh, uh, our friends, Mal and Tom, they met through work. Yeah. Like, and I know a couple of other people I know have met through work and maybe some of those that work together now, but like met. So yeah, but no, I'm not very good at dating advice because I'm like, oh, you just meet a person and fall in love with them, that's how it went with us. Which isn't very helpful for someone who's not been in a date for a long time or was really desperately looking to meet somebody. Your tiredness level has reached 100, hasn't <laughs> you it? Get it? You get it, you get yeah. <laughs> this is where he gets back in the car and the caffeine hits him. He's like, I'm awake. Let's go do things. Look at all the things. No. But yeah, so how about you? What would you suggest dating-wise? 
Literally, I have no suggestions. Never done it. <laughs> just don't do what it. What about your ex? Free work. Oh. So never. There you go. It does sound like we're promoting just harassing people at work. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like go to work, find someone. <laughs> yeah, find someone. Don't do it. But in big workplaces, I can imagine it could work. Like where you've got lots of different departments, but like for some team, I got one one other person on my team. Like, <laughs> you know, that's it. Yeah. You know, it's but for someone who works in a big workplace, I think it's probably easier than someone who works in a tiny workplace, like a little family-run office. I don't think you're going to find as many people there as you are going to. Yeah, you shouldn't on your family. No, no, it's <laughs> interesting. Brett would know all about that being from Norfolk. How many fingers do you have, Brett? Six. Six. Like, you naturally answered it so well. <laughs> Just the casual. A lot of incest to us, haven't you got over the years? Do you think Brett sounds like he's from Norfolk? I don't know. I've never met anyone from Norfolk apart from Brett. So, You've never yeah, met yeah. anyone from Norfolk apart well, from Brett? Well, not anyone, like, I know... They're specifically from Norfolk, or have introduced themselves to me as being from Norfolk. Hello, my name's uh, my name's uh, Steve Steve from Norfolk. <laughs> no, sure you, I don't introduce people. Like, that means like, you've, I'm not, been, you've not anyone. You, you must not have met anyone with a tr- tr- traditional Norfolk accent. Then what is a traditional Norfolk accent? It's like, like farmer. Like, like, no, it's, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's quite farmery. Is it very Somerset? No, no. Because like my this is the problem. Like people say it's farmery, but I'm from Scunthorpe and Lincolnshire. So, to me, a farmery accent is more Yorkshire than anything uh. else. Or it's Somerset. Those are the two, like, farmer accents. I'll send you something on YouTube that's... Because Brett's granddad talks sometimes and I don't even know what he's saying. He's a sweetie, but I just don't know what he's saying. Brett has to translate sometimes. I do. Family problems. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I think that brings us around nicely. With some what to incest? Casual, <laughs> casual incest conversation at the end of it. <laughs> But yeah. slowly exploring your relationship <laughs> yeah I feel like we've exposed ourselves on YouTube that's it now like it's gonna go viral we're just a weird couple don't be friends with Charlotte and Brett pretty much <laughs> I don't know I feel like it's, it's, it's good relationship advice in terms of once you're in a don't, relationship don't argue if you are arguing a lot don't rush into marriage as a solve for that argument yeah you know and don't date just meet people through friends <laughs> Nice. Undoing the, uh, the two ones which we did for dating. <laughs> we have to do dating 103. Maybe use Rehypnol. <laughs> Don't use Rehypnol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to find someone dating 103. What, with Rehypnol? No! <laughs> I'm mean, a fun someone conversation. So, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> someone to talk to about dating not with Rehypnol. <laughs> It isn't the two people you've spoken to already. But like I said, me and Brett, limited experience of dating. Don't, couldn't really tell you much about dating. It's fair. Useless. But happy. Mm. Charlotte and Brett's motto for life. Useless. I love this podcast. Useless but happy. <laughs> oh, God. When is this going to air? Oh, this won't be out for a while. Oh, okay. you got a good month or two to move out of Lincoln and get away from... <laughs> So thank you for coming on. That's okay. It's great to come. Please invite mm. us back again to the future for Brett and Charlotte Mitosis. Yes. And, uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Yay! Yay. Bye! Do we hit the record button?